Hey there, creatives. I have a huge favor to ask. If you're a longtime listener and you haven't rated or reviewed or subscribed to the podcast, please go ahead and do so wherever you listen to the show. Um, it will help us uh, spread the message of the work of all these amazing creative arts therapists that come on the show um, so that other people get exposure to the amazing experiential work that we do. Um, I know, and I would greatly appreciate it too, of course. I am really excited to share this episode with you this week. And I'm talking with Leah Guzman, who is an art therapist, and she's been an art therapist almost 20 years. And she, she just, she's amazing. She's just uh, always super kind and um, warm and just generous. And I don't know, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a big fan. And I've been following her work for a long time, even before I started the podcast and, uh, her artwork is beautiful. And, um, I don't know, I just, I'm a fan of her and her message. And today we're going to be talking about her latest book and the Oracle deck that she created to accompany, uh, the book. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation. The Creative Psychotherapist is the official podcast of the Creative Clinician's Corner, a practice-building resource for creative psychotherapists. TCP Podcast is the cast for creative, expressive, and experiential-focused psychotherapists curious to learn how to design, build, and scale a thriving private practice. Your host, Raina Lombardi, interviews successful therapists about the tools and strategies they have used to develop creative-focused practices. They also talk about the products, services, and side hustles they have developed, using their knowledge and creativity to enhance their therapy practices, make a greater impact in their communities, and diversify their income streams. Welcome. Now here's your host, Raina Lombardi. Thanks for listening to the Creative Psychotherapist Podcast. I'm your host, Rena Lombardi, and I'm very, very excited to welcome Leah Guzman. And if you're a listener of the show, you might remember Leah. She was on episode 19 of the podcast um, when we first started in 2020. Um, and she had shared a bit about building an online art therapy practice. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about uh, her new book and an Oracle deck that she has created with her artwork, which is really beautiful. And um, Leah has been supporting creatives with healing and manifesting their desires, utilizing art media through art therapy services and coaching. And she's written three art therapy books. The Art of Healing and Manifesting, Creative Exercises to Living an Abundant Life, which we're going to be talking about today, 
essential art therapy exercises, effective techniques to manage anxiety, depression, and PTSD, and a children's book, Rad is Smad, which I highly recommend. I have a copy of that and use that with uh, kids in my practice, and little boys love it. And her signature program, Art of Healing and Manifesting, supports creatives by healing any emotional wounds and transforming energy to be your most authentic self. She focuses on the law of attraction, spirituality, and cognitive behavioral art therapy techniques. She's also the founder of the monthly art making group, Creative Soul Society. It's an honor for her to have helped thousands of individuals find more joy, wealth, and peace in their lives through her books, individual uh, services, and group programs. Welcome, Leah. Thank you, Raina. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to have you too. So for folks that are listening that might not be familiar with manifesting, can you maybe start there? Like, how does that play into the work of healing and the work of therapy? Mm, That's a great question. Yeah, I I love that word manifesting because we are always manifesting as creatives, creators, we are consciously or unconsciously creating our lives. Mm -hmm. And I mean that by, um, you know, we we can be intentional with what we want to create. Uh, And that's what I teach my clients is is to be intentional with your energy and how you take care of your life. Um, But there's also times where we want things to happen in our lives or want things in our lives and they might not be coming um, to you as quickly as you want. And a lot of that comes through uh, because there's some healing that needs to happen. There's some lessons that need to be learned. And I think that's, it's a beautiful process of kind of shining the light um, in those areas of your life um, and do some discovering because uh, a lot of times, you know, in those, those wounds or um, in your history and your experiences, um, they need to be, you know, looked at a little deeper. And when you do that, that's when the magic occurs, of, uh, when you can get uh, your energy into alignment and feel good. And then that manifesting, get into that flow. So that manifesting, um, you know, your desires, you know, the things that you want to happen in your life to happen. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And so how long have you been kind of cultivating that in your own life? I mean, obviously you're a creative and you're an artist. And so you've been engaged in creativity, but at what point did you realize like, okay, I'm creating more than just art here. And I have this ability to manifest things into my life that um, really are part of my process of joy and happiness and, um, you know, just living a great life. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've always been a creator, uh, ever since I was little, I've always been making art. Um, and I've been an art therapist for like 18 years. I can't believe it. It's like, what? <laughs> I know it's like, where does the time go? But, uh, there was a, like a kind of like a shifting point for me, um, I, I've always been into yoga as well, like yoga and the chakras and learning about, you know, taking care of the body. I got into to doing yoga when I was like 18, but it wasn't until um, I actually, I feel like I had an awakening, more of like an epiphany with uh, when I had my kids, when I had my two mm-hmm. children, um, they were small 
and, and that's when I wrote Rat is Mad, the, the children's book, is because I needed to like, get back into my own art. I was actually having a, more of a burnout episode, Dark Night of the Soul, where I was just giving, giving, giving of me, my time. I would say yes to everybody, uh, people pleaser, <laughs> recovering <laughs> people pleaser. Um, yeah, so it was during that time where um, I needed to get some support for myself. I actually went and saw an art therapist and, um, and needed to get back into my art. And that's when that the book came about. But a lot of what came out of my sessions um, with this person, uh, you know, guiding me was that I, you know, I really wanted to do my art more, like more mm -hmm. of my paintings and uh, really look at, you know, what my desires were to have my own studio, to create my own space, uh, to put my work out into the world. Uh, so a lot of that, when I was, what I was noticing with the process is like, wow, I would draw things out, even the new house that I wanted that had more space and a studio and, and all of those things. I, um, was able to manifest it within like six months it, and it was just because i was i was healing like i was you know really looking at my desires looking at you know what i wanted and then uh, taking actions right saying mm -hmm. okay well this is it then these are the baby steps and let me just follow the signs and, and do it so it was kind of like i was doing it for myself but then i, I was also seeing it with my clients work of uh people that i was working with uh of if I was working with someone that was really, really anxious, you know, a lot of reds would come into uh, their drawings or their paintings. And I was associating with the chakras, with um, mm. the, the color frequency of the chakras. Mm -hmm. um, and then making that connection, I was like, wow, you know, they are experiencing um, this. And then let's use some grounding techniques, whether I was using clay or just helping them do more red paintings, more red so that they, because it's actually, um, it's a healing color. Um, it's like you're craving it and, mm -hmm. and you're creating about it. And so just finding um, those connections in my art and helping other people heal in that way and say, finding out what their, their desires, but then going through that path of healing so that they could get there. Um, so I, I was kind of like connecting the dots um, mm -hmm. like for myself, but then also for other people. So that's kind of where actually the seeds were planted for creating this book. Of, of knowing that when I was getting into my own alignment and I was helping other people get into their alignment, things would start to flow really easily. So that's kind of how, that's how mm -hmm. I set this book up. Um, it's filled with art exercises, but it's also based with the law of attraction techniques. It's based with um, the chakras. So it starts with the crown of like having an idea, um, you know, what it is that you want because I think that everybody has these desires right it's not like mm -hmm. um I, and I used to be feel guilty for wanting more than I had because I was like well I have a house already why am I complaining you know but it was it's okay like I had to be accept of you know mm -hmm. um that there was more things in life that I wanted um and so you know just being open to it and then just learning the system of the chakras of how that energy flows so it's like you have the desire you can dream big allow yourself to use your imagination of like what could this be and then speaking about it like telling people mm. about it that's like that throat chakra is like yeah you know, actually expressing yourself and communicating and then going down into that that heart chakra of making relationships you know connecting with people um and and bringing in that um, that love um, to make that desire happen, and then you know just bringing that energy down to that solar plexus of believing in yourself, and then having that confidence to like take those actions that need to happen, and then bringing it down to that sacral chakra, which is the joy of have fun while you're doing mm. what you're doing, 
and then bringing it down even further is like manifesting it to, through that root is like bringing it down to reality. But to do that, you got to have that structure, right? You got to mm. have that self-care. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your environment, your home, your family, your basic needs, all that kind of good stuff so that everything can like go back up, right? So it's that energy of uh, up and down, that hey, flow happening. The flow. So that's what it's based on. It's getting into the flow. And so it has exercise, like creative exercises so that you can get into that flow. And it's specific for whatever your desire is because we all have different desires. You know, sure. someone might want to write a book or someone might want to have a solo show or a private practice, or whatever mm-hmm. that is, right? Yeah. So for listeners that might not be as familiar with um, law of attraction, and being in alignment. Um, Can you explain a little bit about what those things are? I think more people are familiar with it, but I still think that there are a lot of people that don't quite know what those things are. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, It fascinates me because I feel that everything is energy. Like I really do believe that everything in this universe is just, is energy. And mm-hmm. so the law of attraction, it's, 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 they call it a law because it's like, everything is a frequency and then whatever your frequency is, is what is going to be what you attract. So it's almost like, I always like to think of it as an experiment or even like a mind game of if you were desiring something, pretend like it's already here, like energetically, what does that feel like? Mm-hmm. Right. What does it mm-hmm. feel like in your space? Um, you know, like coming into like your best self or, you know, what does that best self look like, feel like, what do you Mm -hmm. dress like, you know, like show up as that best self, if that's what you're desiring. If you, if you want that new car, like go test drive that new car, right. And then Mm -hmm. let the universe give you the little details of how to make that happen. And, and that's why I always think of it as experiment of, of like connecting the dots. And I've had Mm -hmm. lots of fun stories of, um, I mean, I love making, uh, you know, vision boards. And I love um, doing a lot of art around that just because it's so fun to see how they manifest. Like I remember one time I wanted to take my, my family on a ski trip mm. and I kept thinking, oh gosh, this looks real expensive. When I started looking it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you, you talk yourself out of things, but I put me and my, like, I found this picture of this couple, like with cheersing with champagne, like on the side of a mountain, you know, get to tell they're like, it's snowing and, you know, it's just like, oh, that's what I want, you know? So I put that on my vision board and it was so funny. Like within the next week, I was like on Amazon shopping and then like these snow boots popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just buy them even though I don't need them in Miami, Florida, but I bought them. And then like a day later, it was the craziest thing. Um, a friend of mine who lives in Aspen calls me up and she's like, you guys need to come visit me. Like I get all these like discounts and all these ski, ski resort places and you can just stay with us. And I was like, okay, this is getting like super easy. Like, how can I they say no to this? I'm like, we're, we're coming. <laughs> so it, it's just like, you don't know how it's all going to work out, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it's trusting. It's, it's a lot of trust there of that mm-hmm. you're being guided. So I say the universe a lot, but um, it could be God. It could be mm-hmm. um, something bigger than yourself, but it's, it's basically surrendering. Yeah. Um, and then also being able to be open to follow the signs and, and, and being okay, not knowing exactly how everything's going to work out. Um, but I think that's the fun part is, mm-hmm. is just, that's why I like to think of it as, a, as an experiment and, um, and just following along. And yeah, it's like a it, choose your own out. adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard some people, um, some people talk about it where they kind of think it's, you know, really magical thinking and, um, the way I kind of interpret it, it's not magical. It's, um, it's like intentional. You were using that word intentional, but it's intentional of, of setting your goal, setting your desire out there, really allowing yourself the time to have fun, to muse about it, to imagine about it, to create about it, to journal, to draw, paint, whatever about it. And then the other piece, like you were saying, the, the surrendering, I'm letting go of the control of how this happens for me. And I'm just going to accept that the right way of how it's going to show up is, is going to come to me. And there you go. Then it happens. Yes. 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 And, and that's, I mean, even like in, uh, when I work with clients, that's part of the process, right? That's one of the first things, like, where are we going? Where do you want to go? Like, where does this, I'm mm -hmm. just going to think going travel, but no, but like, what is it that you want to bring into your life? Is it like you're showing up differently? Is it that you want new relationships? You want, you know, what it is in, like, we have to start somewhere, right? So mm -hmm. let's, let's go to that end result. It's always thinking from the end, it's like you mm -hmm. start there and then it's kind of doing that discovery underneath work what you know what are the blocks what are you know what's the subconscious what's going on underneath the surface mm. that, that could be stopping you right the core beliefs yeah. which we address in cbt type work right mm -hmm. your yeah. core belief is i don't think that i'm worthy anytime an opportunity shows up then you're not really going to be able to accept it or take the risk um, you know, or the fear might stop you, right? Fear might've stopped you from buying those boots and then, you know, you might not have gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have been like giving yourself ex excuses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I think is, um, beautiful about, you know, therapy about, especially about art therapy too, is, um, you know, I think, I think books are great because there are kind of like self-help guides and they kind of like, they give you like a taster, but if continue getting stuck in a place, it's because of the subconscious beliefs, like that, those core beliefs mm -hmm. and you can't see it. You're not aware. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's something you need that reflective distancing. Someone to say, Hey, did you even realize you just said that? Because there's so much power in your words, the powers mm -hmm. that you're, what you're saying to yourself, absolutely to others. And sometimes you don't see it. You're like, really? I said that. <laughs> absolutely. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting down to do, um, an exercise where I was creating my ideal schedule with the intent of, I'm going to start to work um, with my current schedule and compare it to the ideal and start, you know, working towards that. And what I realized was I started filling out my ideal schedule every single day within the same like hours and stuff that I'm currently working. And I thought, well, I'm just like trading out one thing for another. That's not actually ideal. That's not what I want at all. But had, had I not actually stopped and done the exercise, I don't think it would have clicked that I was having some limiting beliefs um, or like old beliefs about how much I have to work, right? Like um, in order for, in order for me to, 
to really be of like value or um, to like, who am I to say like, I can only work three days a week, right? Like those kinds of things were coming up. So I, I have the old one and I made another ideal schedule where I trimmed everything down so that it is only three days a week. And um, there's lots of flexibility in the schedule because that's really what I want. I want to have more time. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And how does that feel to have that time and the flexibility? Um, it's amazing. It's, it feels so good, right? When you have like, oh my yeah. gosh, I have a day in the week where it's open and there's lots of flexibility and mm -hmm. I can do things for myself. Um, it's great. But without sitting down with the intentionality of creating that, right? That's one of the things I want to manifest for myself is the ideal schedule. Um, it's I, yours. Because you, <laughs> right? You made well, it. I made it. Now I have to like carve my current schedule down to the ideal schedule. So that's going to mean making some major changes in like what I'm doing in my practice and stuff like that, but I'm working on that. So it, it's yeah. like a titration. Um, but I, I feel like it relates to what you were saying that without mm -hmm. maybe taking that, those steps to engage in those exercises, we're not aware of the things that are holding us back from taking action in our lives that will create the life that we want. Right. Definitely. Actually, one of the exercises in the book, and we, we do the exercises in the Creative Soul Society, it's like my membership group, is to create your ideal day. That's actually one of the meetups mm. for May is doing a visual of what is your ideal day and how is that set up? What are you going to be doing? <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Ideal day, sunrise walk at the beach. Mm. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Good stuff. So tell me a little bit about the Oracle deck and how it goes along with the book that you created. Sure. Well, I had mentioned that the book was the chapters are set up from the chakras of um, from the crown going down to the root. So the deck is uh, set up the same way. Um, the what you do is you choose a card. Um, just you, you can shuffle the deck and then you think about what it is that you desire. Like, what is it that you want to bring in or what do you need guidance with? Right. Mm -hmm. So you can just like stop and think about that. And then the cards are set up just just like the, the chakras. So it mm, goes from beautiful a messages from the crown all the way down to the root. And then the cards either have an affirmation on there or they have, um, it'll give you like a to-do of what mm. you need to do or maybe something you need to just think about. So whatever the message is, um, it would, would be guiding you. Here's a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by Florida Art Therapy Services, a small group art therapy practice offering telehealth and in-office individual and group therapy services, as well as continuing education and professional development and workshops for therapists. 
Florida Art Therapy Services has multiple continuing education opportunities coming up in 2022. We'll be offering our signature 12-hour qualified supervisor training for licensed mental health folks in Florida. That would be the LCSW, LMFT, and LMHCs. That'll be offered on May 22nd and 23rd. This course has all the things that you need to be able to get started offering qualified supervision to folks pursuing licensure in Florida. And we make it fun and interactive and break it up with lots of experientials throughout the training. And we're going to also be offering a new course. It's a six-hour supervision in art therapy course specifically for art therapists in need of the continuing education hours to provide supervision for colleagues pursuing their ATR. And this will be offered on June 3rd. All these trainings are online via Zoom, so you can take them no matter where you are. And we're also going to be offering the EPICS visual-based career assessment training, which is based on the Holland Codes and was developed by art therapist Karen Anderson Fignon. It's going to be a two and a half hour CE event, and you'll be able to take the assessment and learn how you can use this dynamic tool with clients. And it's going to be taught by Karen herself. If you want to learn more about Epics, uh, check out episode 62 of the podcast, uh, which features a conversation with her and myself all about uh, how she developed the assessment tool and how she's utilizing it to uh, help people find their ideal career. And if you're interested in learning more about these or any other continuing education opportunities that Florida Art Therapy Services has to offer, head on over to the website, www.floridaarttherapyservices.com. In the menu bar, you'll just click on continuing education and there'll be a drop down, and you can choose uh, from the variety of trainings that we offer. CEUs provided by Florida Art Therapy Services, um, are offered by CE provider number 50-21407 by the Florida Board of Clinical Social Work, Marriage and Family Therapy and Mental Health Counseling, and that expires on March 31st, 2023. And that's one of the clauses that we have to include when we're promoting um, the trainings that we offer. So head on over to the website again, floridaarttherapyservices.com and click on continuing education and you'll find all the continuing ed offerings that we have. Now back to the show. So do you wanna think of something and I pull a card for you? Mm. Okay, do I need to share what, I, what I'm thinking about? That's up to you. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking about. Um, I can pull it and tell you, and then you can think if you want to share. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I have them out. I guess you can't see them, but. That's okay. Okay. So you tell me when to stop, and I'm going to pull one. Mm, stop. Right about there. You got a yellow card, which is the solar sec, uh, chakra, and it says illuminate. Illuminate your shadow. 
We all have a dark side. It's important to explore parts of yourself that aren't that nice. Mm. Nothing goes away until it teaches us what we need to know. Mm. Excellent. So you can share, not share. That's, that's up to you. Well, I was thinking about, I really need to set some boundaries around going on vacation and like taking a nice chunk of time off. And so I don't know, I'm not sure how that relates to my shadow side, but maybe it's the perception that if I'm, if I do that, that I'm not considering others and others needs. Um, but I'm you sure feel like it's maybe more... like a selfish thing. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Like you're being selfish. If you, if you do that. Mm-hmm. I okay. know that that's not true. Right. I know that's not, right. it's, it's more the opposite, but right. sometimes it can feel that way. Um, and it's really like your perception of, of your own set shadow of you thinking that you're selfish, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and when you put the light to it, you illuminate it and you're like, that's not even true. Like that's even a false, mm-hmm. right? Like you were just saying, like, this is false. This is self-care. This is mm-hmm. boundaries. This is yeah. right, the logical side. So yeah, but I think that that's really cool. And I think it does um, match it, right? When you mm-hmm. illuminate that part of... Um, right. The perception of the selfishness itself, it would be selfish for you to take time, time off for yourself and, um, Mm -hmm. do that for yourself, but it really isn't, it's necessary and important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to open a lot of space for you so that you can restructure your schedule too. Yes. Restructure have more time for creative projects. Uh, That's the goal. Yeah. I think it's similar to what you were saying. Like you, there's a pull always to be creative. And when you're not, when you don't have that outlet, um, that is really calling to you when you, when that's missing, um, everything else really starts to feel heavy and difficult and big, um, for lack of a better word, big, but it's just, it's bigger than what it really is, but it's just that felt sense of it, the weight. Yeah, of it. definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. It's kind of like a stuck heavy energy mm-hmm. that yeah. needs to, to move. Right? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, that is cool. And it's an action card. So definitely take some action. Mm, I will. I I will. That's on my agenda for the weekend is to start doing some planning for um, trips and carving that out. So it will be happening. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, so the cards can be used as like that, like as a prompt. Um, Mm -hmm. They can be used in sessions. I pull cards for my clients in sessions or um, even if um, so on one side of the card, it has the rainbow, but the other side has my artwork. So mm-hmm. another way that could be used um, as an inspiration for, like, say, if you're wanting to just do a drawing or do a painting, you're like, well, where should I start? I just need some inspiration image. You could pick one and be like, okay, that's where I'm going to start for today. So whatever is being called. So that's another way that you can. Very cool. Deck. 
So from like a, a opposite side of things, how did you, like, where did you go to have these made? Like, how did you find the, you know, manufacturer to create the card deck? They're beautiful. Um, obviously they're your images, but they're really, really well done. Thanks. Well, okay. I, I had to buy a iPad. <laughs> And I bought an iPad just so that I can get Procreate, which is a program in the iPad, mm -hmm. um, so that I can create the imagery um, for both sides because I wanted the text and I wanted you know to put um, some artwork on the back. Um, so I designed them, and then I, you know, I had to look into places to print, and not a lot of people do these kind of cards. But um, I had a good friend who's, whose husband is a printer, is a local in Miami, um, and he did a wonderful job. I love them. I love what he did. So it was kind of um, in a big experiment. As it took me, I mean, I've been working on this deck for over a year um, to put this together. Obviously, the paintings have been, been painting forever. But um, yeah, so it was a lot of experimenting of like the thickness and, you know, that I wanted gold trim and, you know, mm -hmm. all those little details. Um, but it's still an experiment because um, I ordered, I did it a Kickstarter just to um, to see who would be interested because the thing is when you create a deck, it's not like a print on demand, like books are printed right. on demand. So decks, you actually have to buy like large quantities at a time. So if I was gonna invest some money into it, I was like, I wanna make sure people are interested. So the cool thing is um, I, I was, I did the Kickstarter and um, I sold the hundred decks that, um, that wow, I created. that's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So now I'm looking into doing another round, but I think I'm going to be able uh, have to go um, to, and do it in another place because they only do small batches. Um, mm. So looking at other places, and I have another friend that um, been very successful with her creating her Oracle deck. So she gave me her people who make large quantities and the price is the same as the small batch, you know, from a local printer. So yeah, so it's a lot of research. Um, and, mm. and let me tell you, it's never just push a button and then it's there. It's even going to this other person was like, oh, well, we need them this, 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 this. And I'm like, are you serious? I feel like I got to do them all over again, just because, you know, everyone has their specific technique, uh, like thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So now I got to go back and I have to do a lot of tweaking, but I know that it's not like I went through all this work to just stop. Right. It was like, right. Because it's like, well, I don't have any more. But then it's like, when you look at the numbers, I'm like, I, it makes more sense to go this new route. And so <laughs> it's always, it's always something, right? Yeah. I'll be working on that for a little bit, uh, <laughs> the next one. <laughs> so mostly like the, um, the software, like the, the sizing and all of that stuff so that they can yeah. print them. They needed yeah. more bleed room. They needed, um, I, I don't know, I sent it to them RJB. They need CYMK or, you know, there's all these like little tweaks that need to be. Um, oh my goodness. Done. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> wild, wild. So you're, you're, you're totally out. When will they be back in stock? Do you think? Well, okay, I have like, I literally have like five boxes left. Um, but I have, as uh, soon as I send them to them, it'll take probably like two months to get here. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. So I just have to, I have to actually create it. Um, there we, like I said, I have to do those mm -hmm. tweaks um, and then push the button. <laughs> Is this okay? Yeah. 
and then they'll they'll be able to get in. But yeah, it's it's been fun. I'm it's 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 been well received. So I'm really happy about that because I was just been promoting it and putting it out there and putting it out there. And I mean, I love using them. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that, you know, other people are getting out of it. It's, it's fun mm-hmm. that when people pick a car, they're like, oh my gosh, it does relate to my life. Right. I, yeah, it's awesome. I love cards. I have some, I have some cards that I use with kids and they're like questions. Um, like, you know, if I were choosing joy, what would I be choosing? Uh, but like questions that like, you know, um, that get them thinking in a different way. And they're always like, um, I love using, there's like one card that's like, if I were, if I were being kind to my body today, what would I be doing? And I usually bring these, um, to the kids on the crisis unit and inevitably there's kids that are hurting themselves there. And they're always like, I don't want this card. Can I trade it? I don't want this card. I'm like, Nope, that's your card. You need that card. (laughs) What what can you do to be kind to your body today? But they do, they like match up and, um, and they can be really helpful. Yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people find your book and your deck? Well, they're, they're both on my website, um, leahguzman.com. But also the deck is um, right now. I only have it on uh, my website. Like I said, I only have a a few left, but I'm keeping it there till I get a larger shipment in. And then I'll probably put that on Amazon. Um, uh, the book is on Amazon as well. Okay. So it's a, it's like a Barnes and Noble and other places like regular bookstores. It's just on like the online version. So, I mean, they can order the physical book. They're all like print and demand type of thing. So, oh, cool. That's yeah, awesome. It's easy. Very easy. So you did Ooh, your own public- way. publication with this one too. Yeah, so um, I self-published this one. The last one I um, did through a publisher, but I, I, it's just so cool how technology is these days with this print-on-demand. Uh, I love it. I think it's just amazing that you don't have to store books and mm-hmm. you know mail them off. I love that's, Amazon. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's that is amazing. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, it's all taken care of for you. So if people, when you get to the point where you're selling your decks on Amazon, will they have copies to mail out? How does that work? Well, um, I'm still looking into like uh, them actually like printing. Like there are, might be like one or two companies that actually do that. But as of right now, no, it would be if someone ordered it, I'd be shipping it out because I'm I'm the buyer right now and I, and I'd be selling it out. So, or shipping it out. So, gotcha. yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now that's, even if it went on Amazon, that it would still be that same. Yeah. Very cool. But it's great that you have that option, right? Cause you have, you have control over your creative process and, and getting it out into the world and um, which my understanding is when you work with a publisher, um, you don't get a whole lot in terms of like payment for your efforts, um, for all that you do to create that content. 
Um, so self-publishing certainly seems way more, um, uh, a way better return on your investment than going the publishing route. Yeah. If there's something you're passionate about, um, it's, it's definitely important. I actually, um, just because we're talking about like technical stuff and things, but I actually had to, um, I hired a team to help me put this together um, because there's so much detail and I wanted it to look really professional. Uh, it looks amazing. Thank you. They did a great job. Um, yeah, of just, you know, there's like typesetting, you know, you have the editor, you have like, all, you know, there's like a lot of details that go with, go and just creating a book. Um, so you don't want to just, put something out there that hasn't had all those like steps like you want it to look really clean. So yeah, so that was part of the process, but that, that's an investment too. But I, but for me, I know that it's gonna help so many people. It's gonna be mm -hmm. like a ripple effect mm -hmm. that it's like, it's just, this is something I can give to the world. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I'm leaving the world in a better place if I'm <laughs> putting yeah. it out there. And no, it's amazing, it's amazing. So last thing I wanted to kind of chat with you about is the creative soul society group that you have on Facebook that you've been kind of steadily growing over the past couple of years. Um, I know you had shared earlier that you meet and you create art in that group, but can you share a little bit more for listeners that might want to um, join? Like what what that experience might be to be in the creative soul society group. Yeah. 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 So I, I know this is to clarify a little bit. So I started with um, a free group. It's called the creative ah. soul online retreat group. So I think ah, you're a part of that group. That's the group yes. I'm part of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's a totally free group. I started it um, several years ago and it's been slowly growing and I would do these Facebook lives and these online retreats. I usually do them for a few days. And, and it's, it's great because I just want people to get a little taste of like, what is art therapy or what is, you know, creating art with Leah? What does that look like? You know, so I just want people to get a taster, right? So I'll do every few months, I'll go on there and I'll do something free. And it's fun because it's like everyone gets to communicate and, but it's through, you know, a little text box, you know, it's through mm -hmm. like they show their art, we comment on each other's art, it's supportive. It's a really safe group. I love it. Um, but it came to a point like right before um, COVID started where uh, I was like, I want to see people. Like, I, I feel like I'm talking to <laughs> the nowhere's land. Yes, I let some, you know, people chat with through the text. And I'm just like, this isn't as much fun as you think it is. I need to like, <laughs> I need mm -hmm. some engagement. Yeah. So what I did was like, you know what? I'm going to do um, a couple times a month. Let's meet up. Uh, I'll call it the Creative Soul Society. Mm. And it's a paid membership. So in the paid membership, we do, we meet it, um, a couple of times a month where we create art together. And a lot of times we'll, uh, we'll create art from my books. Um, I'll do that or I'll have a guest speaker. They'll come in like a guest artist or an art therapist. Um, so the, the, the group is a mix of artists. It has art therapists. It's more about like coming together to talk about like what it is that you want to manifest like what, what are you working on and um everyone has their own styles i'm not like an art teacher i don't i think everyone you just do you i'll mm -hmm. just give you some guidance of what we're gonna what the theme is for the day um and, and then we meet for an hour and it's awesome because we get to see each other we get to talk we take you know take turns talking at the end we share art um 
so everybody has an opportunity. So I've been growing that group as well, but I really felt that um, that was important for me to to see people and I, you know just to be in community and to, to you know I love Zoom. I think Zoom's amazing. So yeah, that that the Creative Soul Society is the the paid membership. It's like twenty five bucks a month. It's not even that much, but it's just a that's evolving, wonderful. Yeah, just a safe space. So it's I'm always asking them, you know, what it is, what you know, what do you need this month? What are we gonna work on? So actually, for May, we got the ideal day coming up of drawing that. We have an art review where it's like a safe critique group where uh, we're gonna have four of the artists share their work and then we're gonna you know talk about their work so they can dive deeper and um, you know self-reflect, reflect on what's going on. So Love that. yeah, it's a fun space. Yeah. yeah, and incredibly accessible at $25 a month. That is a great opportunity to be in community twice a month creating. I feel like that, that is, it's different to create in community than it is to create alone. Um, and it's nice, you know, it's nice to be alone, but it's nice to be able to create together and, um, to share. And there's so much inspiration that comes when you're creating with other people and watching other people's process too. Um, so it's an awesome resource for people. So if they want to join, either your um, pre-group or become a Creative Soul Society member so they can create art and community with you, where can, like, how can they find that? Is that just, um, would the Creative Soul Society be on Facebook or is that something to sign up to your website? Yeah, so the Creative Soul Society, uh, that membership is on my website, uh, that's there. And then the free group, um, is on Facebook. It was called Creative Soul Online Retreat. So yeah. So I'm just usually just posting like inspirational stuff. And then like I mentioned, like every few months we'll we'll do like a a little gathering. Love it. Okay. I'm gonna put that in the show notes too for people. Awesome. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um is there anything else that you would feel comfortable sharing for other creative therapists that are wanting to bring their voice out into the world and make an impact, but maybe they haven't yet taken those steps and they haven't yet taken action to start to do that. What's one thing that you would um, be willing to share that might encourage them to take that leap? I know it's a big leap. <laughs> it is the first time you take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think it's just, you know, committing to yourself um, that you're going to do it and show up and start sharing the message of how powerful this work is. Um, you know, there, there needs to be more of us speaking up and saying how art is healing, how it's going to benefit you so that people can, you know, take their risk and, and try it and be like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have so much knowledge and so much power and it's like, let's share it. And no one's going to know. It's like, you're almost being selfish by not sharing. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like, share the love, show up and like, let the ego get out of the way, you know, cause it's, it's not about you. It's really about you're, you're doing it for them. Like you're doing it to, like as a gift, you're giving, you're just letting them know how beneficial it can be. 
um, to bring that into their life. And no one's going to know until you do it. And I think that's what's been feeding me. And it really mm-hmm. has of, you know, I always feel nurtured when I have the Creative Soul Society membership. Like when I do that, when I meet, I'm like, oh, that felt so good. I'm so happy I win. I, you know, it's just, <laughs> I feel good, yeah. right? And yeah. so it's just, it's just about, um, you know, the more that you do it, it's, it's going to feed you and it's going to, going to light you up, but just getting started. Right. No, I love that. Yeah. Taking that first step is hard, but it's worth it. And sometimes we need to reframe how we're thinking about it. And you provided a really beautiful way of thinking about, um, the purpose, focusing on the purpose, the why behind, the the work and letting that be the reason to move past fear and take the leap. Beautiful. Be consistent too. That's another thing. A lot of times people are like, I'll just do it one time. I'm like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep showing up. <laughs> it's true. That that's mm-hmm. that can be challenging, but um it's essential, right? essential to build. If you want to create anything, you have to be consistent and, and showing up and marketing and putting your energy towards what you want to create. It won't create, it won't happen if you're not doing that. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly why I have like my, my Facebook group so that I can show up for them. Right. And show Mm. up and, and share the love. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I am so grateful for your time and I love watching your process and how things have been evolving and all the things that you're always creating and sharing with the world. And um, I'm just grateful that you wanted to come back and talk about your new work today. So thank you so much. Marina, I love that you're sharing the love and sharing the light as well. This is an amazing podcast. And um, yeah, I'm definitely going to share it with my community. Uh, I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. And I hope that, you know, your book and the deck get into the hands of all the people that really will benefit from its messages and gifts. Um, Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Creative Psychotherapist Podcast with today's guest, Leah Guzman. She is the author of The Art of Healing and Manifesting Creative Exercises to Living an Abundant Life. And um, if you enjoyed the conversation and you want to learn more about uh, Leah, you can get a um, a free uh, visualization exercise that she has for people by going to her website. And that would be Leah Guzman, L-E-A-H-G-U-Z-M-A-N.com forward slash true dash you dash visualization dash opt dash in. And you can get a free visualization exercise uh, from Leah. And of course, you can check out all of the amazing things that she's doing at www.leaguzman.com. And if you want a link to uh, check out her Facebook group, Creative Soul Online Retreat, I'll have that link in the show notes. And so you can check that out in the show notes. Um, Thanks so much for listening, everybody. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of The Creative Psychotherapist. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. For show notes, downloads, and additional resources, head over to the website at www.creativeclinicianscorner.com.